0: The Engine Show has the weirdest style. The Engine Show hopes you stay a while. Come with these three nerdy engineers. What you will find might linger in the cochlea of your ears, oh. With every Nerdcast, there is something new. If you are listening, then this show's for you. You may think the premise of this show sounds so absurd. Well, you're You're the the one listening who's the Nerd.
1: So, you can't just say bizarre. You never get a moment for free. Show something fun on your guitar. Something with the. An a- Hello,
0: and welcome to the Ingenuity Show. This is Mr. Pold, and I'm here with. St. Jimmy. And we've got on the line. Yeah, I'm St. Jimmy. Introduce yourself, <laughs> Master uh, Z. And. And
2: Charlie. Yay!
0: We've got our Skype working.
3: So yeah. <laughs> This is going to be a different format from our normal episode, weekly episode. We're recording this ahead of time with no format so that I can upload it while I'm out of town.
0: It has to have no format, otherwise he can't upload it when he's out of town. Well,
3: (laughs) yeah, it's going to be interesting, or it's going to be different. We're just going to have a conversation with two of our good friends, well... Master's Ed's our brother, but he's <laughs> our friend also.
0: <clears throat>
4: yep.
3: All right. So uh, what's what's new with you guys? We haven't talked to you in a while.
4: Not much. We're getting ready for summer. It's definitely a little bit of a transition over the Memorial Day weekend. Was, it was rainy when we left on the a trip for the weekend, and when we got back, it was sunny, and it's been sunny ever since.
3: Yeah, it's been way hotter than normal here. It's been in the 80s. It was like 87 the other day, which is, is really hot for us.
0: Is,
2: How did I is the sky still gray?
3: No,
0: no it's bright blue. It's,
3: and
2: black.
3: my sunglasses got all scratched up, so I don't even have any shades, so I've been no. walking nearly blinded everywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think I read one time that the Pacific Northwest sells more sunglasses than anywhere else because people lose them in the rainy gray weather and then have to buy a new pair every year.
3: I believe it. Cause I've done that. <laughs> What's fun is I'll like in the fall, I'll grab a jacket. I haven't worn all summer and there'll be the shades I've been missing in the pocket, <laughs> <clears throat> but currently I don't have any at all. So I'm going to have to rectify that this week. Um, so, Master Zed, you took the PE exam recently.
4: I did. How did, I,
0: How was that experience? You learn how to play soccer and basketball, and oh, oh, not that kind of. PE. Oh, no, no, it was
4: the. <laughs> I'm a civil engineer, so I took the professional engineer exam. Um, and the company I work for, they like people to take it in California because their oh. their uh, they're rec- the, their test is more difficult than. Anywhere else in the nation. So they are recognized by like 40 other states. Whereas if I just took it in Oregon, there's only a couple states that recognize it. Um, so I took it in California and I got the results last week that I passed.
3: Wow, good. I'm glad um, I brought it up now. <laughs> <laughs> this so was going to yeah. be awkward if you hadn't passed. So
4: does your I company figured, have offices in other states? <clears throat> yeah, we have, uh, I think we've got like, Fourteen offices, and they're spread out from like New York through. Okay. Most of them are in the on the west side. Um, so that cause we started in Seattle, but
0: so that would make sense that they'd want you to be able to use it in multiple states.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird because we don't like the the regular design engineers. We don't stamp anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our principals. We all work in like groups of ten engineers that work under. a one principal and they review and stamp everything so I don't anticipate that I'm going to really be using my stamp much but
3: well someday (laughs) you might be the principal engineer though so yeah probably be glad you've already got that under your belt man my voice is froggy (laughs) I might have to go cough off mic it's probably
0: because you were speaking with a french accent earlier that could cause your voice to get froggy
4: I thought we weren't doing consumption. <laughs> uh we're
0: not. Um, <laughs> does that... It uh, feels a little better. This will be like the old days before we rebooted and had a format.
3: <laughs> yeah.
4: Um, um, oh, so I was going to say about the tests is it was a three-part test. It had um, the national exam, which is an eight-hour... What is your old-
3: quest? Oh Yes. <laughs>
4: You actually do. That's the first question. What is your quest? And then you tell them if you want to be a structural engineer or a transportation engineer, geotechnical, or water engineer. And then they give you a different test depending on what you choose. So the morning session is the general, it's four hours and it just is all types of engineering. So I had to answer questions about like water and pipes and stuff that I Ooh, have pipes. seen since undergrad
2: open channel flow open channel flow your
3: favorite yeah wow i'm having flashbacks to the fe exam yeah it's pretty much
0: that but
2: no thermodynamics thankfully yeah oh,
0: oh i love thermodynamics
2: i
3: you know i did really well in that class and i liked it but i could not remember much of it by the time i took the <laughs> fe because it'd been so long since i took it
4: I never took a thermo class, so those questions on the FE I just flipped through the section of the reference book and didn't see anything. Like any of the like, looked for variables that matched up and I didn't find any, so I just guessed.
3: <laughs> well you got a probably a twenty five percent chance of getting it right. <laughs> exactly.
4: Um, so then the afternoon session is just I the structural engineer, so it was structural engineering specific and it was very difficult (laughs) it was just the way they word some questions is just awful awful
1: but Hmm. um so
4: this was all down in in california it kind of doesn't make sense you have to take the national (laughs) exam it's you know the same exam across the entire u.s and states can select whether they use it or not so i had to take that in california and then california also requires two additional exams um, and those I could take in Oregon. <laughs> um, Weird, at a like a computer testing center. Um, so well, those were. That is
3: California, two. so.
0: So did your yeah. company foot the bill for you to go down there to take it?
4: Um, they didn't pay for me to go down there, but they paid for the test.
0: Oh, okay,
3: so,
4: so it was a thousand dollars to take the test. Hmm. All
3: in all, oh, that was nice of them to pay that.
4: Yeah, so they pay it the first time, so if you fail oh. any of the sections, you have to pay for, to retake it. But
3: Yeah, that makes sense, because otherwise you'd just fail it on purpose. And
4: Yeah. and I don't know everyone, why you would do that, but... Everyone loves taking really hard tests, so... That was
3: so much fun, I'm glad I didn't pass. <laughs>
4: Yeah. Well,
2: and since it was in California We picked the nicest location San Diego And made Ooh. it into a vacation So oh, I got vacation out of it
3: So you're sitting on the beach While he's in taking an exam <laughs> For hours
2: <laughs> We went down with some friends um, Who was also taking it And oh. we went to the beach The day before the test And the two guys are laying on the beach With their study books <laughs> <laughs> tanning
0: and studying. Yeah, I was just thinking that. tan lines of the book over their chest. (laughs) Yes. I was just
3: hoping they didn't get sunburnt, because that would be really bad, trying to take the exam while you're (laughs) sunburnt.
4: Well, we, we, because I went down there with my friend, we drove together to the test, so it was about, uh, we stayed in the, we rented a condo together, um, so then we drove the hour whatever to the actual testing location well we drove his rental car and he had his keys and I finished the morning session two hours early Oh, you're stuck there (laughs) so I went outside and was like crap there is I don't have keys to the car and it's 90 degrees outside and there's no shade at all because we're at like a fairgrounds or something (laughs) out in San Diego and so I was just like kind of wandering around and found a little bit of shade kind of tucked in next to a vending machine
0: wow yeah so was it further inland
4: yeah it was okay. uh in, well it was, was delmar oh, so okay. a little bit north <laughs> and then it's not too far it's only like five miles inland or something
0: okay so i know it generally it doesn't get too warm there. It's usually in the 70s and 80s all year round.
4: It may have felt hotter I guess, <laughs> because I was outside without any shade.
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah, d Viddy and I took the FE to, together and we drove together and he got done way sooner than I did. But that might... That was partially due to the fact that my body doesn't handle stress very well and so my... Stomach gets very painful, and I spent quite a bit of time in the restroom during the exam. So it wasn't very fun, but he said it was nice to be able to just cool down and relax for a while after the exam was over before he had to drive back home.
4: <laughs> That's true. I, I kind of like San Diego because we finished our test at 5 and hopped on the freeway in for as big of a city as it is, it was really easy. It was like we hit rush hour traffic and it was, it still was moving the entire time.
0: <laughs> Not like in LA. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> and I didn't have to drive back, so that was kind of nice.
0: So, at, at what age can you
3: remember wanting to become an engineer?
4: I don't, I was young. I, I think it was probably when uh, David was start first starting out after he went to drafting school because he was working for a civil engineer doing drafting. And yeah. I think he kind of mentioned that his goal, you know, after he did it for a year and was like, well, this is, I like what the content of what I'm drawing. I could do this design. I should go back to school and do that. I think... Kind of in that range before he had even gone back to school.
0: Um, well, I think I was twenty two when I decided I wanted to be an engineer. <laughs> so you
3: you were at the point of going into college at that age. yeah, right?
0: Well, I'd had a couple of years of college before that, but oh, I got my associate of arts degree which really didn't wasn't helpful help at all. <laughs> <coughs> my credits transferred when I actually went to school, but um, it covered, it just covered my generals, which meant I took all engineering classes. So what was it that put you, that turned
3: you in that direction?
0: Well, I was engaged and I knew that delivering furniture for 20 hours a week at minimum wage, wasn't going to cut it with a wife. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So my wife and I sat down and like, well, what are you good at? "Uh, I'm good at math. Oh, well, I I think engineers use math. So we opened up a world book encyclopedia on engineering and we picked mechanical engineering out of the book. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, that's what I'm going with. Let's get through school as fast as possible and... Do
3: either do any of y'all remember anything that you used to tell people you wanted to be when you grew up? When you were like in elementary school,
2: (laughs) I wanted to be a veterinarian. Oh, that's. We had to do. We had to do a job shadow one time, and I job shadowed a veterinarian, and they were declawing a cat. Ooh, and declawing a cat. Yes, that's. (laughs) Yeah, you cut off the the end of their toe like, below their knuckles so that there's nothing, there's no claw left.
3: Holy
0: cow.
2: So I witnessed that, and I fainted, <laughs> and I was like, veterinarian is, this is not the career for me. <laughs>
0: wow. My my daughter's in high school, and she wants to be a veterinarian, and one of her big, big things is wanting to get declawing of cats outlawed. So yeah. she's like, that's, you know, she telling me all about how bad it is for cats and everything so
3: well they they're defenseless if they get outdoors is, is what I've heard is the downside yeah, but well, I didn't know they actually were
0: it's also painful and it can affect how they walk which oh. can affect their joints when they get older and
4: Interesting. get arthritis and stuff yeah
3: I guess if you don't want a cat around don't get one <laughs> I mean you got to take
0: the good with the bad yeah, you get a cat knowing it has claws and you can trim their claws.
4: Yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. a cat and we he has a scratching post and he every once in a while I'll think that the couch is a scratching post, but <laughs> there are ways to avoid that. You can like just put clear packing tape on yeah. the corner and they won't do yeah. it anymore it,
0: it freaks them <laughs> out. <laughs>
4: Yeah, then we trim his nails. You just cut the, you know, cut the tip sharp off. Sharp off.
0: not sharp. Yeah, we've had our cats since they were kittens, and so they'll let you just hold them and, you know, push on their paw and trim their nails. And...
4: Oh.
3: I just pictured, like, gluing or taping sandpaper down around the house so when they walk <laughs> over it, it sands them down. <laughs> there you go.
2: Nail file.
3: Probably not the most <laughs> practical thing to do, but I'm not really a cat person, so. That might. Well, i thinking
4: that might work with dogs. Well,
3: Viddy's dog—that's what made me think of it originally. Cause oh, he's got long nails. They have hardwood floors, and he has super long nails because you won't let them trim them.
4: Oh well, you just have to. <laughs> we have not to. The dog tell you what to do. We yeah. have to
0: sneak up on our dog to trim his nails. <laughs> because she'll be she'll get like distracted and you'll like grab her her paw and then you'll like clip and she'll like turn around like what did you just do to me <laughs> <laughs>
3: just nine more to go yeah i don't well, know my dog is have. obvious
4: my dog's really big so she she can be kind of a pain to trim her nails which um so i just gave up and i just take her in to have some pet co-person do it oh yeah <laughs> that's I've always an option. That, The cost of it is definitely worth me not having to do it.
3: Yeah. So here's a... When I was a kid, I still don't like it, but I didn't like it adults ask you what you want to be when you grow up. (laughs) Because I didn't have an answer. So I just picked something that was outlandish that I could say that would just shut down the conversation, which... I guess I still try to do but I told for years Anytime anyone asked me What I wanted to do when I grew up I told them I wanted to be a circus elephant Oh I remember that And there's no follow up questions to that I mean the conversation's <laughs> over So I guess it worked
2: you plan on becoming an elephant? I
3: didn't I just had to It's like the way I picked my favorite color I don't have one So I just chose one so that I could answer the question
2: Oh, what's your favorite color? Purple. <laughs> nice.
0: It's not really my favorite color. I don't have a favorite. See, I kind of did the same thing with my kids because they always are curious to know what your favorite color is. So I just started telling them orange, and it satisfies them. So I don't.
3: I have a hard time categorizing things that way. Like, if you said, "What's your favorite movie?" I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a favorite song or artist.
4: Right? You like or dislike things, but. Yeah, favorite or not is
3: exactly. So if people ask me more often who what, who my favorite artist was, I actually was thinking of this recently. I'd probably just say something like Weird Al or <laughs> something like that. He's probably the one I listen to the most and own the most music of. So I guess that one might we... count that
2: qualifies as favorite favorite status.
4: Cool. Yeah, for me, it depends on the day because it fully depends on what kind of a mood I'm in for what kind of music I listen to. And so I have a huge range of genres that I listen to at any given day, and it just kind of depends on what I feel like.
3: Yeah, same thing. If you look at my Pandora playlist, I have like 15 stations. Oh, I've got like 25. <laughs> oh. <laughs> See, you're in the same boat. I always wonder if you pick two songs from totally different genres and then you know just up and down thumbed you know liked or disliked songs not based on what playlist it was in but just on whether you liked it or not if they would eventually end up being pretty much the same station <laughs>
4: I think they do because sometimes I'll forget what station I'm on and a song will come on that I like and so I'll give it a thumbs up and then
3: Realize it's on the wrong station.
4: Yeah, and it's, yeah, it's like a song I like, but <laughs> it doesn't apply. And so sometimes I catch it and go back, and I'll thumb down it to say like this doesn't belong here. <laughs> See, I'm, I just leave
3: it unmarked because I feel bad for thumbs downing a song I like. <laughs>
4: well, once you thumbs up, I don't think you... you can unthumbs up. You have to change it to thumbs down.
3: Yeah, I've run into that before, and I think I just. Left it because I
0: didn't
2: if you say you don't like it in one station will they still play it in another station I don't know like, oh, I think so like
0: i've I've uh, thumbed down songs and, and playlists another thing you can do though is you can click there's some way to click on it and put put it into one of your existing other stations
4: yeah that's a pretty recent they oh. added that where you can like add this song to this playlist oh you can also add multiple tags now to like one one station. will have like I don't know. There's two artists that you like that are kind of similar. You can add mm-hmm. both of them.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think you've been able to do that for a while. And I like the random one where you can just pick which stations it'll play randomly out of. Oh, and then see, I, I when usually... you thumb up it, it thumbs ups ups it in the station that it's on. So
3: oh. I usually listen on like the TV or on my phone, so some of that stuff I don't know how it works in there. Oh. I don't listen to it on the computer as much as I used to.
0: <laughs> I remember when I was in second grade, I told people I wanted to be a bus driver <laughs> 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 because I'd never ridden on a bus at, at that time. Oh, really? Oh, you'd been... I walked to school, kindergarten through second grade. Oh. Interesting. And so when I finally rode a bus, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I want to be a bus driver. <laughs> That's funny.
4: So you were riding the bus. There's back nothing
2: the- wrong with being a bus driver.
3: <laughs> the only other thing I remember is, well, there's two, I guess. At one point, I was really interested in croc- crocodiles and alligators, and so I wanted to be like a marine biologist, which I think is required for kids. Because it seems like most kids go through a phase like that. And then the other one was I wanted to be a psychiatrist. I have no clue why.
4: <laughs> it's funny because we watched Dr. Katz. Oh,
3: <laughs> probably because it was around that time. It was when we lived in Texas. So early 90s.
4: Your favorite superhero was the tick?
3: <laughs> no, but I did have some ticks. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I got chiggers once in Texas. That wasn't fun. Oh, that doesn't sound good. They get in your socks and like burrow into your ankles. Yikes.
2: Oh, that's disgusting.
0: (laughs) And it's painful, it itches really bad. So, do you guys have a favorite superhero? We just yeah. got yeah, done I, talking about how you don't have favorites, and I'm asking other people what their <laughs> favorites are. While we were talking about that, I was
3: like, oh, great. The things I told them we might talk about involve <laughs> their favorite things.
4: I have been thinking about this all day <laughs> because I knew we were going to talk about it. And I think i I had to just go back to my first gut instinct of like, if you just ask me, say, like, don't think about it, what is it? Wolverine.
0: Oh, oh same with me. <laughs> <laughs> you Kind of like the chaotic good.
4: Yeah, he's kind of the anti-hero. He, he
3: he has a moral the, compass, but he doesn't follow the rules right. that he, he doesn't is, want, that he doesn't see a, a reason for, I guess.
4: Yeah, he just kind of, he sees it as right or wrong, it's not really as, like, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, it's on social constructs.
3: He's probably the one I most like.
4: Yeah, he doesn't like social situations. He likes to be by himself.
0: <laughs> yeah, he rides
4: a motorcycle.
0: Well, it's dangerous for him to be with other people sometimes. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think.
3: Mine is probably Batman, just because that's the one I watched the most growing up. And I like how he doesn't have superpowers. He's just... Well, I like the gadgets, of course, because I'm a tech guy. But he... I mean, he, there's no... He could just be a rich guy that does fun stuff all the time. But instead, he's has this dark drive to hunt down criminals and beat them up, so... Can I change mine to Batman Well from ba- The Tick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing about Batman, though, is... After the Michael Keaton ones,
0: they were horrible movies. <laughs> Come on, the one with Mr. Freeze, Schwarzenegger? <laughs> I- <laughs>
4: See, those came out when when I was at an age that they were so cheesy...
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. That
4: I... Never, I don't have. I never had like a problem with them. I okay. shouldn't watch them again at this point. See, I'm like, <laughs> ruin the memories.
0: I would watch the Adam the West penguin. Batman.
4: Oh, I
2: didn't like the penguin. The penguin haunted my dream. he is yeah, <laughs> so creepy.
3: I like the darkness of the Michael Keaton ones. They, that that's just because that was the well. I don't know, I probably saw those before I started watching the Adam West ones, even. Oh, really? Because they came out when I was fairly young.
0: The Michael Keaton ones?
3: Yeah, I was not young when the Adam West ones came out. I was not born yet. Right. But that was probably... So, I kind of liked that noir feel. (laughs) And then they came came out with the George Clooney... (laughs) Batman. I'm just like, really? What is this?
4: The suit really need nipples? Yeah.
3: Well, just because I own a suit with nipples. No,
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> He's wearing it right now. <laughs> just kidding. I wear it every time we podcast. <laughs> kind of freaks DVD out.
3: <laughs> well, he has the nipples cut out of his suit, so...
2: Oh, like the guy in uh, Mad Max. Yeah. Did you notice that? He had the weird nipple yeah.
4: cut, cutouts. And, yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a suit, but the shirt didn't have had cutouts for his nipples.
3: Well, you don't <laughs> want to get them chafed or anything, you know.
4: I think he, well, I think they were pierced or something.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah don't yeah, want, want to get caught like on the fabric.
4: An old, well, probably 50, 60-year-old. You just don't guy. want to
3: cover that up. If you're going to go through it you want to show it off.
4: <laughs> yes, of course. Yeah, of course. And it just added to the randomness of characters in that movie.
3: Someone's like, we got to do something weird for this guy's wardrobe. Oh, cut
4: yep. cut the nipples out of a shirt.
3: Okay. <laughs>
4: sure. All right.
3: Or maybe they just found that shirt and they're like, this is weird. Let's have someone in this movie wear it. I've been trying to find a place for this. <laughs> So do you guys have a favorite superpower that either you you like the way it's shown in media or that you would like to have yourself?
2: I would like to be able to teleport, but that's mostly because my commute is way too long <laughs> and I want to be able to just like snap my fingers and be at work.
3: Yeah. Well, I've always thought it'd be nice to be able to manipulate time so you could sleep in, or, you know, <laughs> instead of hitting snooze, you just pause the rest of the world. You could sleep.
2: Oh, yeah. So you get an extra couple hours, but yeah. you still, you still wake get up, up on time.
4: At the same time. Or, oh, I like that, too, because you just stop time. I can hop on the motorcycle to drive to work and just weave through everyone. Yeah, then
3: you have to be able to like control the air in a pocket around you as you go. I've thought of this way too much, but <laughs> <clears throat> you wouldn't want to, you would either have to just slow everyone down a lot or just have a bubble around you that moved
0: with you or something.
3: But it would be cool mm-hmm. to just like fly by all the cars that are Going really slow or
0: stopped, and, and if you get drowsy at work, just stop time for a minute, take a nap.
4: Take a nap.
3: Hey, that yeah, that's a good idea.
4: <laughs> or just be. Oh, I guess you'd get less done if you just sped up time. Well, oh,
3: yeah. but if it's slow at work and you have to be there, even though you don't have much to do, you could sp- sp- speed through it. You know,
1: yeah, or if
3: you're, yeah. or if you're riding public transportation to work, you could just. Speed, speed through the bus ride or whatever. That would be nice.
4: Good idea. What well, kind of those... Like the bubble around you for the time thing. Uh, Charlie was talking about the, the requirements on the teleporting thing. that They were discussing at work, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the requirement is that you need to be able to take things with you.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't want to show up naked.
2: <laughs> so then we were talking about... Well, if you, if you did have to show up naked, we would make a support system for a pair of pants. So you would leave that hung up at work and you just teleport into your pants.
3: You'd have to wear the same pants at work all the time. but <laughs> That's true. Maybe your work has like a laundry or something. <laughs> or you could just, you could have like a week's worth of clothes staged. You'd have to set up like a teleportation center where you could jump into it and then get dressed and then get undressed when you're headed home. That would be weird. Or I'm, you could just have a curtain. I'm headed
0: home, I'm gonna get undressed. You just have a curtain <laughs> that you pull across the, your cubicle door like a guy I used to work with and because <laughs> he would he would take off his pants and put his coveralls all, on. Oh. And so he'd have this little curtain that he'd pull aside and just don't peek over the wall when he's changing. and Yeah. <laughs>
2: And he did that in his cubicle. Please yeah. go to the restroom.
4: To yeah, change? in his cubicle.
1: <laughs> my,
4: my boss changes in the. He rides his bicycle to work, so he changes in our conference room. Oh, that's in the corner, but it's got a door that can, shuts, and it's got curtains over the window yeah. <laughs> into there, so it's pretty safe. I was gonna
3: say that guy that changes in his cubicle. It got real awkward when they went to the short walls. <laughs>
0: No, he always had the the tall ones. Oh. Well, not everyone's tall enough to look over them either. Yeah, you're pretty tall. You could look over. And I know enough not to look in his cube when he's got his curtain drawn. Oh.
3: (laughs) I just don't look in other people's cubes. Period. It's a good. I always walk into them with my eyes closed, just in case. (laughs) Everyone decent.
4: (laughs) You just you're just talking like they are. You're in the wrong
3: cube again.
4: So you open your eyes and you're like, oh crap, they're not here. <laughs> Hello, anyone? So well that's a half hour down the toilet. <laughs>
0: I've I've actually thought a lot about a superpower that I haven't I don't think I've ever actually seen it in any kind of media. Ooh. But I did write a short story based on it. And I've been meaning to write a longer novel about it, but basically having the ability to Touch something and restore it to its um, perfect form. So, for example, if you break your arm, you just touch it with your arm and it goes back to how it should be.
3: Or if you have like a. Or if you
0: have a 1980 truck with rust covering the whole thing, you can just stick your hands on it and all of a sudden it's like brand new. That would be cool.
4: It's kind of like a healing power, but it's not just for. People. Not, yeah, it applies not just, to just for animate objects.
0: So I was thinking about this when I was walking to work one time and I was like, man, can you imagine if I could just like touch this old fence and make it like new and can make the whole town look so much better. Think you know, like,
2: how angry your friends would be if they spent a bunch of money on, like, <laughs> distressed cabinets, and then you went and got glass from their cupboard, and their cabinets all looked...
0: Yeah, funny. but imagine how much your wife would appreciate you, and you could be, like, the ultimate handyman. Yeah, and she would always look hot. <laughs> 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 I didn't think of that, but, like, this door is a little... Uh, Squeaky on the hinge. Don't worry, I'll fix it.
2: Just as just, long as it doesn't restore your wife to like her newborn form. No, so no,
0: it would be like the uh, her ideal the ideal one. form. Because oh, okay. you wouldn't want to like touch a fence and it turns into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> that Oops, would be too far back. That would be a different power. Yeah. <laughs> or if you could
4: control how far back.
0: Oh, oh, yeah. That maybe
2: it depends like on the person
3: with the travel. power.
2: I
4: think oh, it would be nice. You should come down to Portland and just drive around a little bit and restore some of our roads. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just have a, the road you drive on, the lanes just, like, keeled behind you. It's perfect.
0: Yeah. Man, it's <clears throat> just run your hand down on the ground as you go. <laughs> I did write the first chapter of a novel about that. Starts, I read it. It was really good. Did you write, read the first chapter, or did you read the the short story snippet? I don't know. Okay. Well, in the... Short story snippet, the character, he's still learning about how his powers work, but he meets this old homeless guy and uh, restores him to a younger self, and then it takes so much energy out of him, he passes out. Oh, But in the beginning that I started writing is it starts with the guy in a car accident and his car upside down, and he's got a broken arm, and he heals himself, and he's like, what the heck? and then he's able to fix his car and he comes home he's all excited and <laughs> that's about as far as i got but
3: yeah the my the superpower if i if somebody let's say i found a genie and they said you can have one superpower what do you want i would say that i'd like to be able to heal like wolverine that's that would just
0: <laughs> be great just never never be injured Never die, outlive your loved ones, yeah <laughs> That's why
3: I try to keep the loved ones to a minimum. you know
4: <laughs> less
3: attached <laughs> less attachments, yeah, it would be awkward with your wife when she got old and you didn't, but I could, you could like make yourself look old until she passed on or something.
0: that would be a second superpower. Well, You're I was thinking about makeup. So oh, makeup. <laughs>
3: I was thinking of makeup and a wig. Oh, a gray Not. wig.
0: Color your hair gray. and
3: Yeah. Kind of the opposite of what normal people do, but.
0: You can wear a full beard to hide the lack of wrinkles. Yeah.
3: Nobody ever accused me of being normal, so. That's true. All right. I-
4: I think I would probably go more towards like the Tony Stark direction, and be able to just basically vis- like he does has Jarvis that helps him visualize things, but really that's happening in his head. Yeah, and to he be able to Jarvis, just to be able to so. see something and understand how it works completely and what all the different parts do and how it all goes together.
3: Yeah, that'd be pretty I, that'd be- cool.
4: That'd
0: be really cool. Yeah.
2: Billionaire, genius, playboy philanthropist. Yeah,
0: my superpower I want is to be rich. <laughs> well, if you lived forever, you could probably rack up some serious dough. Well, and you could restore cars if you had my superpower, you know. Yeah, you could go, to the, junk go to the junkyard. Yard, buy a couple cars for 100 bucks, fix them up till they're cherry, and
1: just yeah. by
0: touching them. Yeah, and then sell them. Or you could, you you can could make. Yeah, you could be an
3: actual faith healer. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> Those guys make a lot of money. And you would actually be helping people.
0: Yeah, there you go.
4: Oh, I heard a story today about this guy that was paying this psychic to basically contact his wife that had been killed to like, and she had told him basically that she could bring him back to or bring her back to life. But he was paying her these huge sums of money over the course of like a year. And she was just milking him for everything he had. And he spent over $700,000. Wow. Before he figured out (laughs) that she was a scam.
2: <laughs> wow,
4: and so luckily she went to jail for a long time. <laughs> How does
2: someone that unintelligent have that much money?
4: I don't know they
3: well, people he
2: took a lot of loans
3: He must have been really desperate,
4: yeah, and I think he must have had a lot of money.
3: Maybe his late wife was the smart one,
4: maybe hmm. He's like,
3: I need you to contact her so she can tell me where the money is.
4: (laughs) (laughs) How does the business work?
3: Yeah,
2: Maybe they had a good life insurance policy on her.
3: I don't know where the keys to the car are. She had them last. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so um, I wanted to move on to technology. I've got a couple questions for you. What technology are you guys looking forward to that maybe hasn't been developed yet or is just starting to get developed that you're wanting, you're looking forward to it being implemented so anybody can, has access to it?
4: Hmm. Because there's a lot of interesting technologies happening right now, but none of them are things that I... I'm really interested in I guess one of the big things I've heard a lot about is like self-driving cars
3: yeah that's one of my big ones
4: but I really enjoy driving so
3: wait till you have kids
4: (laughs) (laughs) I don't necessarily want my car to drive itself but I would I don't know
3: it would be nice to get in the car in the morning and and nap on the way to work, or to get. I just
4: want to live closer to work. Yeah,
3: or <laughs> or get in the car at night and wake up at some faraway destination.
4: That would be really nice, That's like to true. go visit mom and dad. Right, would be really fun to just.
3: You wake wait
4: up. Traffic and, dies down, and get in the car, and then.
3: Wake up in the driveway.
4: Yep.
2: S- yeah. So, so you he- just fold the seats down in the SUV, throw a mattress back there, and just go to bed and wake up at their I house. practically yeah.
0: have that now because my wife likes to drive, so I let her... <laughs> <laughs> and then I sleep. So, <laughs> so I saw
3: recently that um, Google is going to start offering autonomous cars in Mountain View, California, I think it was. And... Right now, they're limited to 25 miles an hour, and they're only in this certain area of town. But um, the article said that 94% of accidents are due to human error. So imagine if we could cut out 94% of traffic accidents. That would be huge.
4: Well, and so far, 100% of the Google autonomous car accidents have been driver error.
1: (laughs) Oh, other drivers
0: running into them.
4: Yeah, either they had like someone driving the wrong way down a one-way street at <laughs> an accident, and then the other ones were when the it was like um, yeah under the control of the human. That was like over a million miles logged though. Wow. There six or seven accidents is all.
3: Well, and imagine once all the cars are autonomous, how traffic will not be an issue anymore. Speed limits could go up traffic control devices could basically go away
4: yeah because you would you could ideally if all cars were autonomous you could have just an intersection where you're like figure eight of death style just
2: going past each other between each (laughs) other you
4: wouldn't have to slow down or
3: the ultimate roundabouts because the car could automatically adjust its speed and you wouldn't there wouldn't be a problem with tailgating. They could basically, all the cars could draft each other, improve fuel mileage.
4: Yeah, and then you get to an intersection and there's a gap and the cars come in the opposite direction or perpendicular, just cross between.
3: Yeah. Hmm. That would be it cool.
4: Prevent what I have, had happened yesterday where I was on a motorcycle ride and got stuck behind a guy going 30 to 35 miles an hour out in the country for like 6 or 7 miles. Oh, <laughs> um, man. That's rough. I'm like, pull over, at least. <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> They'd still have to stop for pedestrians.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, Well, but you could have crosswalks and you could have a sensor that sense... I mean, the cars can sense pedestrians already, so... Or you could
2: just just run out in front of you would have people then running out in front of them and the cars slamming on their brakes to or swerving around pedestrians. They could
4: just deploy out exterior airbags. (laughs) (laughs) Just bounce them
2: out of the way. A lot of pedestrians that aren't very smart.
3: Well, in in areas where there's lots of pedestrians, they would have to, you know, have controlled crossing points and stuff.
4: I, you'd probably just have more like sky bridges and they need you. Just wouldn't have people crossing your road system would change because you wouldn't need you wouldn't need as many roads.
0: Yeah, if you just track need
4: could flow better.
0: Computer controlled pedestrians. Yeah, or yeah. maybe they're all on segways that are <laughs>
3: controlled by the Well, and then you could have all the cars linked in like a cloud system so they can talk to each other and become even more efficient. So that's one that I'm looking forward to. Autonomous
0: tennis shoes. Yeah.
4: Well, I think one of the biggest things they're talking about now is how you integrate autonomous vehicles in to the insurance system because who's liable and all that. Eventually, it's probably going to be where you have like as a pedestrian or a bicyclist, you don't have to have insurance. But right. as a uh, you know, driver of a car, you do. So maybe it'll get to the point where if you drive an autonomous vehicle, that's covered, you know, and the manufacturer has, kind of owns that. And then if you want to drive not in an autonomous vehicle, you have to have a special insurance and to use any road facilities like those crosswalks, you have to have something, yeah. pedestrian training, a pedestrian license, <laughs> something, who knows?
2: So with the rate at which technology is progressing these days, how many years do you think it'll be until like 50% of the vehicles are autonomous?
3: Oh, let's see. It's 2015. Easily by 2030. I think most... I think most manufacturers will have autonomous vehicles. Like, they'll probably be... higher end one offerings but they'll have them within the next five years or so and then they'll start creeping down into the other the lower classes of vehicles
1: so
4: yeah i guess it depends on where because like when we were in california recently you hardly ever see a car that's more than 10 years old yeah you go to other you have other parts of the country and you know the cars are a lot older that's the same that's the same thing
0: in Japan the cars are really new there yeah well that's true. and the cost of ownership
3: especially as electric vehicles become more common the cost of ownership's going to go down so you know it's going to spread even faster any Anyways, I'm. I hope you know, fifty percent. That's doable in fifteen years, because by then you'll have used ones on the market.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: So
4: I don't know. I don't know. It might not.
2: Big diesel truck that we can drive ourselves.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I I kind of like Audi's system where it's, you know, it's basically just a bunch of driver aids that you can effectively make the car autonomous, but you, it's still, if you want to drive it, you can drive it. Yeah. It, I, I kind of see that being the first big step is getting people to have those type of driver aids.
2: Like the parallel parking.
4: Yeah. yeah it's They you combine yeah. like Audi's system, they took it and it's supposed to be just on the highway is what it was, they, you know, the system was designed. So you get on the freeway, And you tell it where you want to go, and it just goes. Yeah, it It might.
0: It might come. Oh, go ahead. I said I was going to say it might come to the point where the only time you're you're actually driving and not the autonomous thing is off road or on a track or something.
4: Right. Well, the thing I was going to say about the Audi test is it's made for the highway, but they got off the highway. You know, there's a guy behind the steering wheel. Uh huh. But they went into town and he was like, well, let's just see what happens. And so he turned the system on. And drove and through a
0: mall. No, no kidding. <laughs> it,
4: yeah. yeah. It, it sensed that there was a. I don't think it was set up to see like a red light, but it saw that there was a car at the intersection uh-huh. that was stopped. And so it pulled up and stopped behind him. The light turned green and then it started again and followed him. Hmm. They're like, that wasn't part. It's not designed to do that. Right. It's only designed to, you know, maybe stay in your lane and maintain a following distance and read speed limit signs. And so stuff the like smart
2: that. car is so actually going to be car. artificial intelligence and learn things.
4: And then take over
0: the world. Well,
3: oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, there are cars that have that out now. And I kind of see those as just a a test and development type thing. But the number of groups that are working on fully autonomous vehicles, there's enough of them that I think that this testing... Make a jump. Yeah, I think it might get bypassed for the most part with most of the manufacturers. So we'll see. I mean, either way, it's good. I wouldn't mind jumping on the freeway and letting go of the wheel and reading a book or something. I do that all the time. No, just kidding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's the problem. The problem that I see is if they require people to still be
0: attentive. alert
2: and at atten- yeah attentive at the wheel just in case something happens cuz i would get so bored sitting in a car
4: <laughs> that you're by myself that i
2: can't do anything in but i'm not driving like you have to do nothing
4: well like google what is what do you have to pay attention to if something goes wrong, you hit the big red stop button, because that's the only control.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think those...
4: Because it doesn't have a steering wheel or any... It has no controls other than an interface to tell you it, where you want to go and a big kill switch.
3: Yeah, the the ones I was talking about in Mountain View that can only go 25, it said they had removable steering wheels, so... Oh. Um, but as a parent... I think it'll be cool because instead of saying, don't make me pull over, you can just say, don't make me come back there. <laughs> um, oh, so
2: that's an interesting point. Do you think, so your youngest is three, two, three, yep. do you think you're going to have to teach him how to drive?
3: Oh, I don't know.
2: <laughs> or is he just going to jump in his,
4: because the- car and go wherever he wants.
0: Yeah, where his kid needed <laughs> a ride. You could just send the car to go pick him up. You don't that have would to be, be there. so
3: awesome. None of my kids really are in that situation yet where I have to go pick him up from places like that, but mine are. <laughs> Yeah, my kids are younger still It'd it'd
0: be a lot nicer to just send the car to go pick up the kid And bring it home Bring him or her home (laughs) Well, now we know you think of your children as its Well, you know (laughs) Try not to anthropomorphize them Yeah (laughs) Just kidding (laughs) Yeah, well, there's people like
3: There are people my age that don't know how to drive a clutch So in the future It'll be people that don't know how to drive, period And they don't need to
4: I've known people that don't know how to drive period (laughs) that grew up. That still
3: try.
1: Oh,
4: (laughs) and well, one of my friends in college, he got a job offer, like our senior year, he got a job offer and they asked him if he had a driver's license. He's like, no, and they're like okay well when you need one before you start <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: wow
4: well,
2: yeah, a requirement. I, they just it, published they published new job descriptions at my work so i was reading through them and one of the things in every job description is has valid, a valid yeah. driver's license i
4: had <laughs> always seen those for other job postings i guess but i would always taken it for granted that everyone had one and knew how to drive
2: but we had an admin, and she was awesome. But she didn't drive, yeah. so that it's kind of unfortunate if you make that a requirement, and you—I don't know.
4: Yeah,
3: well,
2: I guess it won't be though. If, yeah,
4: well, I work with people that don't own cars, but they have driver's licenses.
3: Yeah, I could see that happening more often.
4: Which it kind of makes sense, especially if you live in town, and then, or I think they have one car for a husband and wife, and then one of them uses the car and the other one, if they have something for work, we get the zip cars and rental cars.
3: Oh. All right. Last topic. What technology did you think we would have by now that we don't?
4: Ooh. <clears throat> I am a little disappointed in our robots.
3: Yeah.
4: Because... Really? As grew up with as, Star Wars. Um, like as long as I can remember, there's been the who was it Honda that had the that one the first robot that could like was bipedal.
3: Yeah, the one that looks like it's wearing a spacesuit.
4: Yeah, like that was that as long as I can ever remember that thing's been around.
3: Yeah, and and there's nothing. Read,
4: I was reading today about DARPA's robot competition. That was just held. And those robots look clunkier than that thing does.
1: Huh.
4: And there was... So they had uh, the DARPA competition. It was... The winner got $2 million um, for their project. And it was eight. that had to complete tasks. And this was... Uh, and six of them were known. And two were surprises when they showed up. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, and it was kind of disaster recovery oriented. So... They were all tasks like being able to walk over rubble and um, be able to turn valves and stuff like that. (laughs) Um, And there were 23 teams, I think, and only three of them completed the eight tasks in the time limit. Wow. Set an hour to do eight tasks. And there was the fastest one was 44, 45 minutes.
3: So what's the problem? Is it software or hardware?
4: It seems like it's software because... Yeah, yeah
3: I have the same feeling.
4: You know, the, I guess the, they did a similar test last year, um, and they were tethered robots at that point. Oh, um, So I think one of the problems is enough data transmission wirelessly because they're still being controlled. You know, the actions are all controlled by the team. Oh. They're not, it's not like they're artificial intelligence type thing. Oh,
2: so they can't walk up to a knob and see, oh, I should turn this.
4: Right. and then I think that's the end goal is to be able to send them in to, to do things that they need to do, but you don't necessarily know they need to do. (laughs) <laughs>
3: yeah, like you could say, go in there and see if you find anybody. And if you happen to run across like a a gas line, shut the valve.
4: Right. So right now they're depending on the cameras. And the okay. it came about because of the Fukushima incident where they sent in robots that had cameras and sensors on it. But there was things they could have done to lessen the damage if they wouldn't have been able to do something. But they're oh. like, oh, if we could just turn that valve... We could you know do this and but their robots couldn't do that. So that's kind of the where it came from.
3: I agree with you. We should have better robots.
4: Well
0: yeah. I I coached my son's uh robotics team um a couple years ago. They had a uh Lego Mindstorm robots. And so they had competition in the area where they set up these um obstacle courses and then the teams of 7th and 8th graders um programmed the robot to go through the obstacle course so it seems like you know we're teaching young kids how to program this stuff so
3: right that was going to be my question is do you think we we're just at the point where we can't we've reached our mental capacity to program things better and we got to wait for the next generation or (laughs) what? I mean, is it a limit in our, in us physically? Like maybe our brains just can't conceive of how to write the code right or.
4: Possibly there. I was reading an article today about a AI system that some company had developed. And the, one of the tests they did was to, have it look at this um kind of like biology question that scientists have been looking at for like a hundred years to try to figure out why a certain thing can it was like some type of worm. If you cut it up and put it in different conditions, it'll regrow as different things. Huh. Weird. And so they're they're like We don't understand. It's one organism. You cut it up, the same thing, and you put it in, stimulate it with different things, and it grows into something else. Like, it matches whatever you put it with.
3: Right. The environment determines what, how it adapts. What kind of
4: organism it is. And so they set this artificial intelligence program onto it, and it figured it out.
3: Hmm.
4: I am not going to try to explain (laughs)
3: So do we need to get programs That can write better programs Yeah (laughs) Than we can write Maybe they need to evolve Separate from us But are we smart enough To start get the ball rolling
4: And not have a Skynet situation
3: (laughs) Yeah and hopefully they don't kill us afterwards Um, My technology I think the whole world should be solar powered By now Seriously, the technology, I mean, there's simple ways to do it, but we should have large-scale solar or distributed solar or something by now. We shouldn't be burning as much coal and oil and and stuff as we are, natural gas, to create energy. I mean, there are some cool things coming as far as nuclear power, but there's so much energy hitting the earth from the sun that is just going to waste. We should, by this time, we should have that nailed down. So, that's what I think.
4: Well, the solar roads, I don't don't think that's a very good application, (laughs) but...
3: People are trying, but it just seems like we haven't gotten there. I mean, we finally have some megawatt facilities going on, but they're a tiny... Percentage of the total power production right now in the world.
4: One, I think, like Elon Musk's um, his what is the home battery? Yeah, the I can't remember what what it was called, but the basically the it's a battery for your house. Yeah,
3: we talked about it recently.
4: Yeah, taking out the peak demand, leveling that out would help. Yeah. I think you guys about that. Yeah.
3: yeah, we we briefly mentioned it. But, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe there's just a few things we're missing that once we get those, it'll work. But,
1: yeah, with solar power,
3: what do you do at night? Is So well, having a battery that, at home.
4: Was that you guys were talking about? Because if you take – if, like, every house had its own power supply or battery that could basically last it for a day, then you – you wouldn't have any peak demand. You would have a constant power demand all the time.
3: Right. Yes, that was us.
4: Yes, okay. So then you get
3: rid of all the peaking plants, which are the ones that are the least efficient. Right. So that would help. And then the renewable energy that's inconsistent, like solar, which is only out during sunny days, and wind, which is only out during windy days, can be put into the grid better. But I would like to get rid of the grid, and just have each pa- each house able to power itself, or each neighborhood able to power itself. That would be great. But and
4: then you can do it wirelessly. I
3: yeah, that's true. Do
4: You see the thing about the Wi-Fi power.
3: There's oh.
4: some university mo- did slight modifications to a regular run-of-the-mill. Wi-Fi router um, to make it basically just have a constant output instead of data bursts.
3: Yeah,
4: just basically so it's always broadcasting, and then they were able to use that sig- the Wi-Fi signal to power low-demand electronics.
2: Whoa!
4: Well, te- so you could, Tesla was doing
2: was brand- stuff
3: like that was- a long time so, ago, but
4: but they were they were looking at like. Different, uh, just small things that you have around the house that,
3: like charging your phone,
4: right? Yeah. So,
2: oh, or so your, your phone could just constantly be or charging. like your
4: tablet or whatever. I saw one that was like the security cameras were.
3: Yeah, you wouldn't even need batteries at that point,
4: right? Your yeah, your why security cameras are running power wirelessly and they're distributing data wirelessly.
3: Yeah, I have heard some inklings of stuff like that. I haven't delved deep into it, but maybe I will now.
4: Yeah, they said the problem is just the output. You know, they don't... That research group's goal is to not... They're trying to figure out things that you can... Ways to make it so that we can power it with the routers we have instead of saying, well, here's this really expensive router to buy to do more... Oh, they want to like introduce an expensive thing that you'd have to buy. They'd rather get the consumer, like the electronics that you use, and change that side of it.
3: Yeah, that's a good idea. All right, well, thanks for coming on and recording with us. It
0: was a lot of fun. Yeah, we can do it more often now that we can figure out how to do it through Skype again. Yeah, now
4: that yeah. I'm not studying. Oh minute. yeah, that that too. <laughs>
3: Alright, well, stay nerdy everyone Live long and
0: nerdy
4: Hasta la vista Nerdy
1: Bye (laughs) (laughs) You know me so You can't just say bizarre You never get a moment for free Show me something fun on your guitar Something with an A or a G Just be sure that I can tell Stuck in a tree Dream. to hold a thought you can't ignore. Something multiplied by a Dream. three. Just be sure that I can tell it. Just be sure that I. can Most guitars are made of trees With some metal for the strings And some frets and tuny things Most guitars are made of trees Most guitars are made of trees People play them while they sing Some are dull and some just ring Most guitars are made of trees